My name is Merrill Dubrow, CEO of Mark Research and the Chair-Elect of the MS Marketing Research Program at Michigan State. I am really excited to be part of Spartan Insights. Spartan Insights is a series of podcasts that I will be hosting and interviewing one of the 350 alumni from the Michigan State Marketing Research Program and 40 board members. Today's guest on Spartan Insights is John Balich, who is the Senior Market Researcher at Expedia Group. John, welcome to Spartan Insights. Hey, thank you, Merrill. Great to be here. All right, John, let's start with your current role and responsibilities at Expedia. Sure. So like Merrill said, I'm, I'm the senior market researcher. Uh, we have a small and mighty team of market researchers at Expedia Group. I'm one of four that handle the quantitative market research for our team. Um, and we all have full responsibilities of, of research from starting the projects to presenting. There are huge projects that we work on that are continuous, like our brand tracking and customer satisfaction. So I manage the brand tracking piece there. Other than that, we're working on five to six projects from start to finish, usually doing them in-house with Qualtrics, um, sending emails through our uh, email team to field, and then you know every once in a while doing some external sampling when the projects need it. And then we also have online community through Vision Critical, which is awesome. It's a you know easy, quick way to field research and has been super helpful during this this time, especially with coronavirus and budgets being a little tighter. It's been huge for us to have access to customers, not, not an additional cost. So we're managing the projects, we're presenting, we're working closely with our stakeholders internally, and yeah, doing it all. Oh, that's great, John. So a few follow-up questions. I know you mentioned quantitative, so you don't get involved in any qualitative at all? Is that another team member? Yeah, we do some qualitative. I've, I've moderated, uh, you know, online we call them cab sessions, but they're essentially focus groups. But, you know, we call them customer advisory boards where we have a group of vacation rental partners or lodging partners that will be, be available. But I would say, you know, me specifically, 90, probably 95% of the work I do is quantitative. That's great. Did you like when you moderated or not? Not really. You're like, no, nah, I'm more of a quant guy. <laughs> No, it's fun, um, especially when you're talking to uh, our partners and specifically the vacation rental owners because it's their business. They're super passionate about it. They have a lot to share. So it makes the job a lot easier. That's great. So after you graduated the Michigan State program, you obviously worked for some suppliers. You worked for Gongos and you worked for Hall and Partners. And now you're working for a client organization. Can you talk about some of the differences, you know, between working and perhaps even juggling a lot more projects on the supplier side than you are on the client side? Some of the differences? Yeah, for sure. So they both have their pros, I would say. And, you know, the supplier side is you get an awesome variety of clients and an awesome variety of research, depending on where you are, which makes it fun and exciting. And the workload is, is a little bit more, but, you know, the type of work that you're doing, you're, you're learning a ton because of the variety and hopefully your clients are good. That makes a huge difference. On the client side, I would say you're definitely more focused on what you're researching the projects, you know, my my manager at, at Expedia has been there for 12 years and, you know, it kind of seems like the the requests that come in have already kind of been researched, you know, maybe 75% of the way, but there's a little bit, you know, up-to-date angle that they want to get feedback on. So it's, it's kind of, I wouldn't say repetitive, but there's just so much research and then you kind of get to a place where you have like 10 years of research and data that you can sort of 
and answer questions with. It's it's, it's a lot, but it's, it's also exciting because, you know, you're a little bit closer to the decisions being made. I think you have more of an influence on the overall strategy and, and direction of the company. So that piece is probably the most rewarding and exciting part of being on the client side. That's great. So I love how you phrased it, learning a ton at both places, because I definitely agree. But let's, let's take the three places that you worked at. Give me one of the takeaways, one of the learnings at Gongos, and you don't even have to defend it. You could just say, hey, at Gongos, I learned blank. What would you, what would you say? Oh, man. There was a lot, right? For sure. And I think that they, you know, I think that's such a great place to start your career at because they really, they really do a good job. And and it sounds like, you know, it's it's a really good thing, but they do a really good job with training and making sure that you're so buttoned up in your research, um, which is invaluable and, you know, something that you can carry on and just feel way more confident when you're conducting research um, later on. But the variety of research at Gongus was awesome. So I learned a bunch of different methodologies. I worked joint projects some segmentation projects there, all different types of projects. It was awesome. I was on their, you know, one of their automotive accounts and that was super exciting because the automotive companies, they're researching cars that are going to be built, you know, five plus years from now. So you get to kind of learn about what they're thinking about and what's going to be coming out there in the future. So that was super exciting as well. That's great. Okay. Well, how about Holland Partners? Give me one learning, one aha moment, one takeaway from Holland Partners. Holland Partners, I also had a really good time working there. It was a brand strategy and brand tracking agency. So we, we did a lot of brand tracking for a bunch of different companies. And yeah, I, I think one of my main ahas there was that they're the brands that perform the best, they have such a big advantage in, in everything that they do. I worked on some cool accounts and some not so cool accounts, but yeah, like there, there are certain industries where there's a brand that dominates and they have so much power. It, it's such a valuable thing to be able to, to do and have. That's great. All right. And now, drum roll. Expedia. <laughs> What about a big takeaway from Expedia, learning from Expedia? Yeah, at Expedia, um, obviously it's on the client side and we work closely with all different types of people throughout the organization. You know, we work with people that are, you know, more marketers, uh, product marketers, and then we also work with people that are designers or engineers um, that are building the programs and the platforms. Um, And it's, it's a unique experience versus being on the supplier side and dealing mostly with the insights teams and market researchers there. The, the personalities are different. The working styles are different. And it's really awesome to kind of all come together and collaborate on a project. So, you know, really managing those collaboration uh, sessions, you know, giving feedback, getting feedback, understanding the needs of the project, and, and then also presenting and making sure that everything that you've packaged up is the way it should be for, for those specific people. Yeah, that's that's been my biggest learning. You know, there's, there's a lot of different personalities, working styles, and different needs out of the research, depending on who you're talking to, and making sure that you can think through that when you're creating the report, the flow and everything and presented in a, in a way that's useful for everyone is, is super important. That's great. So over the last four years, since you've been in the, the real world, kicked open the doors, graduated from the MSMR program, you probably worked on, I don't know, a hundred projects, something like that, maybe, maybe even more. Can you talk a little bit about, I mean, the students are always interested in an innovative project, a fun project, an exciting project. Is there one that sticks out, John, for the first you know, four plus years of your career? 
Yeah, I would say uh, I feel like I've been lucky. I've gotten to work on a lot of really cool projects. Some of my favorite ones have been segmentation projects. I, I think I've done about five of those now. You know, one here at Expedia and a couple at the suppliers before. But, but one of my favorite ones was we worked on a U.S. online dating segmentation, which was awesome. It was just super interesting to think about the questions that we were writing and how we can understand people better and, and their approach to online dating and you know we came out with five segments and it was hilarious because one of the segments it was a decent size it kind of caused all the problems for the other segments you know there are people that are there taking it seriously really looking for somebody people that are looking to you know just meet people and have fun and then this one group that we found was just looking looking to really get a dopamine hit out of it they weren't really interested in meeting people but they wanted that to get those matches and to communicate and talk to people but then their real inclination to actually meet up with somebody wasn't there and so they're they're really causing the problems for the other groups one of the coolest things about this project is that we presented the segments individually as online dating profiles so we sort of made a mock of a tinder profile and created the segment in that profile so that was really cool and the the clients really appreciated that so how did you do that in terms of the dating site? I mean, because you're right, if people aren't really in it for the right reasons, did they try to figure out a way to, to get them out of the system and not be participating? How did that go down? Oh, man, I'm not sure what they, what they did with that information. I mean, for the dating site, you know, it's, it's kind of complex, right? Because, you know, that you want the people there, you want as many people to be using it as possible, but also you want everybody to have a good experience. So that's kind of one of those things from the supplier side where you present some awesome research and then they do what they want with it and you, and you don't really understand like 100% what they, what they did with all the feedback that you gave them. Right, exactly. So at Expedia, I mean, look, truth be told, I've gotten probably, I have 2.2 million lifetime miles in American Airlines. I fly <laughs> a lot. I probably have, I don't know, four or five million because I, I know I had at least a million and a half on U.S. Airways when I was living in Boston. But look, with the pandemic, with COVID-19, it has decimated a bunch of industries. And mm -hmm. one would argue that at the top of that list, no disrespect, sorry, John, travel, <laughs> right? you know, home away and Airbnb and, and obviously been is problematic. And also the travel agency with flying and car rentals and everything is just, it's very, very sad. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about some of the projects that you worked on or how working on and how life has changed for John as a researcher pre-COVID and now during COVID? I'm not looking company secrets, but I got to believe your team has said, hey, whoa, we don't need to do, to do customer stat right now because we don't really have any customers. We've got to do, <laughs> do blank instead, you know? Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I was on about maybe four or five projects going into to COVID. And then when everything happened, we sort of paused probably all of them because all of the data would be impacted because people's thoughts are all on, on COVID. And, and so we, we sort of paused all of that. And luckily we had, I think I mentioned this earlier, was our vision critical online community, which has been a lifesaver for us because budgets were not there. We couldn't yeah. get research funded if we wanted to. So we've been doing a lot of stuff on our online community. And yeah, just the shift in what we've been researching happened really quick and we were able to adapt. You know, we started looking into how people are thinking about cleanliness when they travel. You know, that's going to be a, a big deal moving forward, especially people okay. that, are, that are starting to travel now. So 
making sure that our partners are, you know, seeing what they've been doing uh, as far as cleanliness goes and what the travelers are expecting as far as cleanliness goes, looking into some different partnerships with some brands. And we've also had, you know, yeah, our traveler sample and our customer set is pretty much nothing right now. So it's th- that's tough, especially for Q2. But we do have our partner sample, which is always consistent. And we've been able to track their satisfaction over time. There were some big differences in the way that we responded, especially for uh, the Verbo vacation rental business, the way that we responded to the, the cancellations and everything that happened versus the way that Airbnb did. So we were able to track the satisfaction competitively there. And we also had our brand tracker, which helped us get a pulse on uh, you know, how our trust metrics are moving uh, over time because that was something that took a, not a hit, but was very volatile for, for a while. Um, and we were able to add, in, squeeze in a couple of questions there on, you know, what people have been hearing from about the brands as far as like word of mouth goes or from us or in, in the news and how they're feeling about them. So we were able to adapt and now things are picking back up, you know, both for the vacation rental business, it's sort of picking back up ahead of some of the other things because people can drive to vacation rentals. You know, they're eager to get out of their house that they've been in for months now. And summer's kind of already well on its way. I know some schools are starting early, so there's not that much time to really squeeze in your summer vacation now. So a lot of people are turning to vacation rentals, which has been awesome. Um, And also our research has started to pick back up where we're planning for, you know, Q3, Q4 now and need some research to help support some of the initiatives there. Well, have your budgets cut, whatever your budgets were prior to COVID, now during it, have your budgets been cut? Have they been increased overall? I don't know exactly, but I know that as soon as COVID hit and and all of Q2, we could not spend a dime on research. Things are starting to open up. Okay, perfect. Close your eyes and remember your time on campus at Michigan State. What's Mm -hmm. a, a takeaway or two that you had from that experience that's made you a great researcher? I loved my time at Michigan State. The program was awesome. We had a great group. Some of the most important things to me were sort of understanding what types of research will help solve the certain needs, as well as the different uh, analytical things that you can do. I think, you know, when I was there, it was Professor Wilson who taught the class where we kind of went through SPSS and learned all the different tools like, uh, you know, cluster analysis, segmentation, regression, and that kind of stuff. Those skills really differentiate you when you come into the market. You know, there's a lot of researchers out there that that don't go through the program, but that's sort of, you know, where you can have a really easy and quick advantage if you're able to understand those, understand what problems they solve, and be able to to talk about them, you know, with specific examples in your interview. I think that'll really help you stand out. That's great, John. All right, final comments. Give me a piece of advice that we can share with the students of the current MSMR program. Just something from a best practice, John. Something that you learned. Something that you can you can give them to help starting out their career. I would say that relationships are the most important part. I think I feel confident in the skill set that you'll have coming out of the program. You know, they really do a good job teaching you things that you need to know on the internships that you're getting are super valuable. But, you know, the relationships that you build, I heard it a lot when I was there that it's sort of a kind of a small industry. People know each other. People move around. The relationships are really going to help in the long run, and especially the relationships within your own class. You know, down the line, you'll have, you know, such such strong people in the industry that you know very well that you can use for even commissioning research with each other or working together. Um, that's really going to make a difference in your career. 
Perfect. Thanks, John. I really appreciate your time today on Spartan Insights. My name is Merrill Dubrow. Thanks for listening.